Hi, and welcome to the Soul Rising Podcast. I'm Dana. During your time here, you will step into your soul through enlightened conversations, meditations, and stories about healing. I started my own journey on this path long ago by earning a master's degree in counseling, becoming certified in regression and Reiki, and doing countless hours of work to raise my own vibration. It is my hope that you will see yourself reflected in me and in my guests and find self-awareness or a healing method that will propel you further on your own path. It's my belief that we aren't just healing ourselves. We are also healing all the women who came before us and all who are yet to come. Join me every Tuesday to feel more in touch with the beautiful soul that you are. Before I start this episode, I just want to tell you that I hope that this is reaching you at a time when you are safe and healthy, and I am praying for you because I know that this is a very difficult time in everyone's life. (laughs) This is a worldwide pandemic, and it's causing worldwide change, and while change is often good, it can be very difficult, and There are some of us who are grieving loved ones who have been impacted by the COVID crisis and perhaps have even lost their lives. There are those of us who are caretakers to the sick. Um, There are healthcare workers among us. There are doctors among us. There are grocery workers among us and those who are deemed essential in whatever capacity that might be. And I just want to start this episode by thanking you for your service and thanking you for being a rock and a support to everyone else during these rocky times. If you listened to my April forecast episode, you might know that the very first card that I drew from Colette Baron reeds Wisdom of the Oracle deck was a card called Truth Be Told. <laughs> and when I think about authenticity, I think about being truthful and honest and Authenticity is really such a buzzword these days. Everyone is really talking about how important it is to be your most authentic self and to not sacrifice who you are and to live in a way that is true to you. And I really agree with all of those things, but this episode isn't going to be a pep talk about how to do that. I have noticed during my own path to being authentic that it doesn't always mean expressing all aspects of yourself at all times. To me, authenticity means sometimes having to edit yourself and understanding that we can't push our definitions of truth onto other people and also knowing that it's okay to allow yourself to be who you are and for what you believe to change. There's a lot of change happening right now during quarantine and during this pandemic. And this is an episode that is going to encourage you to be authentic, but also to show compassion and love for others, especially those that you are in quarantine with, (laughs) or those that you are still communicating with, even if you're not quarantined with them. Um, I just firmly believe that being authentic doesn't mean that you have to pick one way of thinking or a certain opinion about something and stick with that for the rest of your life. I think that quite the opposite is true. Being authentic really allows for flow, for change, for evolution, and for not being afraid of showing that to other people. 
So this episode was actually born out of a conversation that I had with a dear friend, and we were just talking about how difficult it can be when we are around people who maybe don't fully agree with who we authentically are, but that perhaps we can't or don't want to avoid those people because we either love them or because we run in the same circles or because (laughs) we're in the same family. (laughs) and you just can't get away. (laughs) So just to give you an example, um, you know, my spiritual beliefs are not the same as some of my friends who are devout Christians. And I live in the South in the Bible Belt, and I have a lot of devout Christian friends. And I come from a Christian background, and I still, you know, believe in Jesus's teachings, but a lot of my spiritual beliefs are, are different from theirs. And so when I'm with them, Is it inauthentic of me to not talk about my views? You know, these are the questions I think about. Or when you're with someone who maybe has different political views from yours, does not sharing those things make you less truthful or less authentic? I personally don't think so, as long as you aren't lying about how you feel. But I also believe that being true to yourself and being kind to others can be a really delicate balance. And I think that we can edit what we share about our beliefs on topics that can be explosive while you are with that person and you're still being authentic. This is a skill that I believe involves a very thin line, one that doesn't allow sacrificing who you are or lying about how you feel and believe, but also being able to set aside those differences during your interactions with people in order to maintain peaceful and loving relationships. And in doing this, I think that we're tapping into the balancing of divine masculine and divine feminine, and those qualities reside within each of us. So just to give you a bit more information, the masculine within us wants us to show others who we are and to be that way at all times. It wants us to put ourselves out into the world and to be fully authentic and open. And then there's the divine feminine within us, which is okay with being quietly authentic and allowing that flow to happen. And it doesn't need to necessarily display anything. So there are times in our interactions with others to be open and vocally authentic. And there are times to allow our authenticity to be this slow burn in the background. And today we're going to talk about how to manage the divine feminine aspect of authenticity. So how do we do this? I think first and foremost, it really involves taking inventory of your life. So you can either pause this podcast and get out a journal and follow along with me, pausing after each question, or you can just kind of keep this in the back of your mind as we go through this episode and maybe write all of this down later. But either way, I would encourage you to actually physically write this down and you can burn it afterwards (laughs) if you don't want anyone to find it. But I think the act of physically thinking through something and writing it down is extremely therapeutic. So get out a journal and ask yourself these questions. Number one, who makes you feel alive when you are with them? Number two, Who are the people with whom you feel you can't be yourself? Number three, who do you enjoy being with 
even if you can't fully share all parts of yourself with them. Number four, who do you have to be with due to circumstance that you can't fully share all parts of yourself with? So these people, even though there's four questions, they fall into three different categories. The first is people that you can trust fully. The second is those that you love being with, but you can't fully express yourself. And the third are those who maybe don't accept all of you, and it's kind of difficult to be around them. Today, we're going to focus on the people that you listed in number three and number four. So let's start with the people you listed in number three. These are the people whom you love to be with, but for whatever reason, it can be hard to be fully authentic with them. So maybe they have differing political beliefs, maybe they have different religious beliefs, or I mean, really any other number of different opinions that could just stand in the way of your full transparency. So with these relationships, it's really important to think about what the common ground is. What are the things that bond you together? What are the things that you enjoy doing or talking about together? And the truth of it is that no one is going to be truly aligned in all ways. So even the people you listed in number one, you're going to have issues with. But I'm talking about those friends that you maybe do, well, not just friends, family members, coworkers, whatever, (laughs) that you maybe do have some strong differing opinions on on things with. And so we're going to focus on that. And it's, you know, you just have to remember that it's impossible to see eye to eye with someone on everything, but there's an authentic part of you that is seeking out the authentic part in another. And this is our human connection. This is what binds you to this person, despite the different disagreements that you have. And if you've been authentic in expressing who you are to this person, but the topic is just simply not of interest to them. For example, maybe your religious beliefs. They know that you are a Christian, for example, but they're not interested in being a Christian themselves. I want you to know that it's okay and it's actually respectful to leave that behind when you're with that person. Because you respect them, you aren't forsaking yourself when you just don't dive into those topics that could cause friction. You're being respectful of not going there because you know that it would make things uncomfortable. And like I've said before, this doesn't mean that you avoid speaking your truth if an emotionally charged subject does come up. It just means that you don't go out of your way to quote unquote, poke the bear, you know, so to speak. And so with people in this category, maintaining your focus on what brings you together, not what brings you apart is of the utmost importance. Now let's look at the people you listed in number four, and this is where the real meat of this episode comes in. These are the people who you might totally avoid, honestly, if they weren't tied to you by family, work, or other commitments, um, because they have such radically different views than you do about the world and about how you live your life. And I think seeing these people sometimes can trigger a number of different emotional responses when you know that you have to see them. And oftentimes we love these people. They are potentially part of your family. You love them so much, but you can just have a tough time reconciling your love for them with the experience that you have when you're in their presence. And so everything that I just said about people in category three can ring true here. 
honoring that mental and emotional place that they're in and maybe why they have the opinions that they do is very important, but it can be more difficult to find respect for these people in category four or in from question number four. Um, But it's still important to honor them as someone who is teaching you a beautiful lesson about authenticity and how to be grateful for this experience. And as hard as that is, focusing on your interactions with them as a lesson can be very, very helpful. I know it has been for me with people like this in my life. So the first thing to understand when you interact with them is that we cannot change anyone else. I'm going to say it again. We cannot change anyone else. And I just think that so often we are in relationships with people that we want to help. We want them to see the light. And the thing is that nothing is really meaningful if we don't come to these conclusions ourselves. So when I was in graduate school for counseling, the first rule that they taught us was not to give advice. And I remember being like, I'm not supposed to give advice as a counselor. Like, isn't that what people go to counseling for is to kind of get advice on tough life situations. But I quickly learned that the reason behind this is that if things go badly, of course, the client would, you know, blame the counselor for giving crappy advice. But on the flip side, if things go well, they also aren't able to truly take credit for that. They won't be able to feel that power and sovereignty in their own lives. And so when you apply that to a situation like this, where you're struggling with being authentic around someone who doesn't agree with your beliefs, if you're trying to convince them to see something your way, it's not going to be as powerful as if they came to it themselves in their own time. So if you've already shared your feelings on a particular topic in the past, or maybe many times in the past, You can always just let them know that if they ever decide they're interested in whatever wisdom you have to share, that you would happily welcome that. But you can just leave it there and allow them to take the first step when and if they decide that they're ready. It's really important that we don't get so caught up in being authentic that we swing the pendulum so far and start pushing our beliefs on other people. Because when you get into that headspace, you are not respecting someone's differing opinions or their place in their own evolution. And that's when authenticity becomes a negative place to be rather than a positive one. Something that Wayne Dyer once said uh, really struck me. He says, you cannot always control what goes on outside, but you can always control what goes on inside. And so if things begin to escalate to a place where the other person is outwardly rejecting or even attacking the beliefs and ideas that you hold, even if you haven't brought it up in conversation, it can really feel as if your entire being is being rejected. This is so hurtful. I know I've had that experience before. And so when you're going into a situation where you know that you're going to be around this person and things could potentially become explosive, it isn't about displaying and talking about all parts of yourself. It becomes about protecting your boundaries and your heart. And so please also keep in mind that I'm not talking about when someone's opinions are harmful or dangerous to another person. Please, please speak up in those moments. (laughs) I am talking about when you have differences that are just challenging your authenticity. 
But if someone is bringing things up that could be threatening to yourself or someone else, you certainly need to stand up and not be passive. I'm not encouraging passivity in all situations, but I am giving suggestions for how to maintain peace in an environment that might be tense. So for example, I have a family member who has very different political opinions from mine. And in the past, you know, I've made my feelings clear on issues, but we've really reached a point in our relationship where it's just no longer helpful to even talk about this stuff. So whenever they bring it up, I just don't engage. I just don't allow the bait to trap me. I simply smile and nod, or I'll say things like, we'll see. (laughs) or I hope for the best possible scenario. If things continue to escalate, you can stop and pause and respond by saying, I value and respect your opinion, and I hope that you can value and respect mine as well. So let's move on. And if it continues further after that, then of course I would recommend that you physically remove yourself from a situation that's hurtful. After you've had an experience like that, Allow yourself to feel however you want to feel. If you're pissed, be pissed. If you're hurt, let yourself be upset and cry. You have to be authentic and honest in how you feel and express it to the person. The challenge here when you do that, though, is to merge your shadow side with the side of you that is pure light and express yourself through the lens of love. So tell the person how you feel, but just be sure to say it in a way that you would want to receive it from them. And that can be a really powerful thing. If you need the time and the space to collect yourself before speaking with them and to think about how you can come across in a loving way, then take that time. We only get one chance at the present moment. And so just being sure that you are prepared for that is something to respect and to honor in yourself. One of my personal favorite ways to deal with a situation like this that challenges my authenticity is to say the serenity prayer to myself. If you aren't familiar with the serenity prayer, it goes something like this. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. So when you pray this, You are asking for help and tapping into your intuition, which is that all-knowing force within you, and you will not be led astray if you do that. When you use that wisdom to guide your interactions with those who challenge your authenticity, you cannot go wrong. I promise you that. (laughs) And I just want to remind you that you can be true to yourself anywhere, no matter who you are with. No matter what situations you find yourself in, no matter how much editing you feel like you need to do, you always have your own internal compass in the form of your intuition and your emotional intelligence. And the purpose of this episode is that I'm encouraging you not to go out of your way to convince others of your beliefs, but instead, I want you to be a living example of the way in which you hoped to see the world because others will definitely follow that path. So let's go ahead and draw a card, as you know I love to do. I'm just going to shuffle them up real quick and pick one off the top. Today I am using the Goddess Power Oracle Guidebook by Colette Baron reed 
And off the top, I get Artemis. And her card is all about focus. So I'm going to read to you directly from the book. Okay, the description of this card says, In order to fully embrace the intentions that you have set in motion and your current conditions, it's important to seize the moment. Now is the time you can truly make your mark, as the Greek goddess of the hunt, Artemis, will help guide your arrow. Surrender yourself to the process of whatever is calling for your attention. Immerse yourself fully in whatever needs your focus and allow yourself the experience of deep abiding trust. If you aim true and your heart is open and pure, grateful for all the bounty that surrounds you, your deepest desires will manifest before you like magic. I would tie this into my episode um, because it's really talking about focusing on whatever is needed from you and having that deep abiding trust. And, you know, we are just surrounded by so many loved ones during this quarantine, either personally or we're making phone calls. Um, Not personally, I meant physically. (laughs) Or you're making phone calls or whatever. And I think that we just have to use our intuition to focus on what's important. And I believe that what's important in any relationship, anything we want to point our, our, our arrow at is going to be love and coming out of things from a place of love. And so this time in quarantine is a chance for us to practice that. And you might be reaching the end of your rope and being authentic, but still being kind to others is a huge challenge and a huge lesson that we are all being faced with. And so I think this card is just kind of reassuring that whatever you put your focus on, if you're putting your focus on love and you are pointing your arrow at that target to love that person no matter what, then that is going to be your guiding force through any difficulty that might come up. Okay, so as always, you know I love to do a meditation. So this meditation is going to help you to get into a framework of being your most authentic self and also tapping into that intuition, that internal compass that will guide you in your interactions with others. So go ahead and just get into a comfortable position and just begin to relax in whatever way is best for you. Feel the weight of your body, Take some deep breaths and just spend a few moments relaxing and deepening your practice on your own.
picture now who your most authentic self is. What is your truth? There are no right or wrong answers here. Ask your most authentic self to merge with you now. Spend a few moments allowing this authenticity to fill you completely. Ask now for the wisdom to know when and how to reveal authentic parts of yourself.
ask now that your internal compass and intuition would be activated. Anchor this deep knowing so that you will be able to access it in any situation that challenges your authenticity. Sit now for a few moments with your most authentic self. Know that you are loved, held, and valued for who you are. Slowly begin to become aware of the space around you. Make a small movement with your body, whatever feels right, slowly bringing yourself back into this body that you have and noticing the room around you. And when you feel ready, gently open your eyes. I hope you found information, clarity, or inspiration that you'll take with you today and use in your everyday life. If you enjoy my show, the biggest compliment you could give would be sharing it with your friends, subscribing, rating, and reviewing it on whatever device you use to listen. 
visit me at thesoulrisingpodcast.com or at the underscore soul rising podcast on Instagram and Facebook. A huge thank you to Purple Planet for the music used in this episode. See you next time.